Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, this is Boys Don't Cry, and this is part two of us discussing dating, all types of dating, first dates through, and we're going to encounter them in a minute, last dates. What an amazing panel I have today, Bobby Mayer and Kerry Godleman. We're almost having a threesome date today and we're loving it. Into more comfortable territory now, Kerry, uh, particularly uh, for you mm. who's been married a bit longer. Yeah. The date night. Mm. So at some point we stop going on dates, we lose, do you remember, do you remember losing count, Bobby, when you're like, it's our sixth date, seventh date, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. that bittersweet moment where you're like, what date number is it? Mm. I don't know, I love her, and I, you lose count, and it's it's a relationship. Do you still brand your evenings out as a date, yeah. Bobby? Or uh, <laughs> I think we got Kerry's oh, answer I thought there you as well. Are, I thought you were asking. No, no, Kerry, let's go, no, let's no, go, no, Kerry. That was a short answer, no. <laughs> So, do you go out for dinner, just the two of you? Rarely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> when people put, like, date night and they've been married 700 years, I think, oh, fuck off. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't bear it. I, Why? I don't know. I just find it all so contrived and it's all very social media and it ties into okay, my but... irritation with all that kind of displaying rather than being... So let's let let's pretend they're for all because of course you wouldn't know if there are loads of couples doing it and not putting on social yeah. media. So let's just talk about the ones that are. They are branding their night where they go out for dinner. If they've got kids, they get a babysitter and they go Pizza Express if it's still open at the time this goes out, and and have dinner and they call it a date night. Do they still fuck off? No, I suppose not. It's the showing off. Is it just issues. dinner out? What, is, yeah, is, is, you're is just going out. Date... Do you know what? Funnily enough, we are going out. I suppose you could call it a date night this week, and we very, very rarely do. And I suppose there is a kind of sense that it is a date because when you've got kids and uh, <laughs> you know busy lives and la la la, especially after lockdown, a bit of privacy, just the two of you is a rare treat. So yeah, it's a date, I suppose. But I do find it all a bit cute. The whole date night. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> So I don't have kids. Bobby, come on. I don't have kids. So I have a lot more free time than Carrie. You have date nights with Harriet. You call it date night, right? Well, yeah, because we have to understand this. I'm ter- like I'm a terrible roommate. Like I'm not good to live with. I'm not fun at home necessarily. I'm stressed about something. She's stressed. So if we don't leave the house with the implicit purpose of enjoying each other's company, we'll kill each other. Like we have to have time where we've pointed ourselves somewhere to have fun. 
Um, I think that's very sensible. I think that's a very nice idea. I think my and once attitude, a week, if it's it's less than once a week, we'll kill each other. I think that's good. I think that sounds very healthy. I think my attitude is probably unhealthy now that I review it. <laughs> well, I've got some statistics. I've got some statistics for you. Um, I don't know what you'll think of these. Dating in a marriage does indeed make men and women happier, no, sure. however you phrase it. Mm. Women who spend time with their spouse every week are four times happier than women who don't. Men are only 2.5 times happier, but they're still happier um, than men who don't focus on their spouse. So there seems to be a bonding thing, particularly, Kerry Godleman, when we bring children into the mix. Because as soon as I've got one daughter, and that's all I'll be having, I'll smash my bollocks off with a hammer. Um, (laughs) As soon as you put King Baby on the throne... Um, it doesn't become. It becomes even more important to seize those special moments. Obviously, we've got weird jobs. We, you know, we're working every night. You can't. We we shouldn't be too harsh on ourselves as comedians who have no life in the evening. But were we doing normal nine to five jobs? It it is important, isn't it, to go? No, this tonight is not about babies and nappies and yeah. homeschooling or whatever is you're, you're at, whatever stage you're at. It's it's going back. It's to remembering what we were like. It doesn't mean you don't love your baby, but it's before Absolutely. that. No, that's really valuable. Definitely. And also, when you're on the date, have a raw way. This is, I'm going to do this on Friday when we go on our date that I'm now going to say with assertion. Uh, that don't talk yeah. Don't talk about the kids because it's so easy when... to just talk about the kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you just start turning your date that was meant to be romantic into you start getting spreadsheets out and working out domestic um you know, timetable. Oh, the diary. Yeah. Can we just run a few through diary things while we're having our cocktail? Yeah. So it's like, actually, you do have to have boundaries, don't you? Sounds good. And what, um, so, Bob, have you got any friends with kids and have you seen a, a, a transformation with how the couple makes time um, for themselves? Most of my friends are still early in it, so they're not making any time. They're just having the joy sucked <laughs> out of their life. But I assume within a couple years they'll then learn how to balance that or divorce. But this is, I mean, we're joking, but there really is a divide between my social group, between the ones that are like, I love my kids and my heart's making me want to do selfish things and exclude my partner. I must fight that to get the balance right between spending time as a threes and fours and fives and how many kids you've got and cherishing our time as a, as a duo. It's all too easy when the hormones kick in, man or woman, to turn into, I can't leave my baby even for a moment, Belen. Yeah. I mean, in our couple, I was nearly the one that became that. And it's very complicated when you're a stand-up. I need to, she needs to come with us. We need a, a nanny that travels with her. I can't leave my baby. I thought I could feel myself turning. I thought I was going to start lactating at one stage. <laughs> and I had a word with myself, sorted it out, and and it's so, impo- it's so important. I mean, we take it one step further, Lindsay and I. We will have date weekend. So we'll say she gets left with one of the nanas, Nana North or Nana South, my wife's Northern. So she goes with Nana North or Nana South and we'll go Paris for one night or we'll go back in the old days or Italy. We, indeed, this weekend we went to Italy for one night. Wow. Just a Puglia. Three hours there, arrived early, all day, all the next day and flew home. Sounds and amazing. And she gets so much from it. It's like a neutron bomb of energy mm. going off in your relationship. Would you do the date weekend minus the kids? Kerry Godleman, is that Yeah, it sounds far? lovely. <laughs> I, yeah. Have you done it? Would be a better no, question. No, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> There's the evidence. No, I don't think we have. I can't think of when we have. No, I do think we aren't brilliant at that kind of carving it out and just making time for the two of us without 
the kids. We see a lot of friends and family, quite social. It all gets sort of that just me and him time does get left behind. I think I might need to review that. And um, do you think, what do you think, Bobby, either you or your other half will turn into when and if a baby comes along? I don't know if that's something you guys are planning. Uh, maybe it's so- hopefully at some point, you know, tick tock, mm-hmm. tick tock, biological clock. I think when we do have kids, we're definitely already aware that you don't want your whole relationship to become just bonding over a child. Like, because it, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think we'll hopefully keep planning things because we're both people. So we don't plan fun. We'll just be more stressed out. We did something before Minna was born. We booked three nights in New York together for when she was going to be about six months old, knowing we wouldn't be able to back out on something so expensive. I booked a nice hotel and I purposely clicked not free cancellation. And I thought, no matter what complicated emotion, I'm so sexist, I would, I assumed she was going to have, didn't think it was going to be me doing the the, um, the down the wall sob. Um, I thought we, we're going to, we're going to have to go. And I'm so glad we did it because it ripped that plaster off the first time and it set a precedent. We get, we do loads of stuff as a family or as, th- as, as, as a three as well. But it set the tone. You must make time. Another statistic here. Sexual satisfaction for men is 3.3 times greater. And for women, 3.5 times greater simply because of making the commitment to connect once a week with each other. So something that seems like emotional or getting dressed up for dinner or a meal out or expense has an effect on the erotic part of your life as well. Does that surprise you? Dare I ask, Kerry Godleman? No, that uh, doesn't, doesn't affect me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of such things, but I don't yeah. believe. He's talking about the dirties. <laughs> no, that is a very impressive statistic. It is. I mean, it is genuinely challenging to keep that side. You know, to keep that date. Make once once a week sounds ambitious between work and two kids and keeping the house and keeping and also looking yeah. after yourself and all that just life can get so full Absolutely. you know it just gets so packed so I do I agree I can see there's very compelling evidence that you do have to carve that time out for just the romance and the two of you. what about what about double dates do you ever do those oh. well, now obviously we're in established relationships at the moment so I sometimes I mean a great way here's a tip for those people in relationships where you might be getting to that stage where you go out on the date night, you get to the restaurant, and now and again, you just can't think of anything to talk about. It's awful. You both just yeah. have that night where you both sat there quiet, thinking, is there something wrong? I mean, 90% of the time, you have a drink and you're off, like when you were first courting. But but sometimes you get that quiet thing. The double date is a way of preventing that. If you're meeting two good mates who you always laugh with, and no matter, even if you've had a horrible row on the way there, the need to put on a false front and start interacting with two other people, evening fixed. What do you think, Bob? Well, I think there's two kinds of double dates. There's double dates with friends that you love. So that's a couple you love. And that's a great time. That's four friends coming together, having a great time. You can, you know, you can both share about your relationship stress and laugh about it. It's a great way to release some tension. And there's double dates where it's one of your friends (laughs) and some stranger that you end up hating and you have to spend hours just making small talk with a stranger that you hate rather than talking to your friend that you love. <laughs> Kerry, I don't, think I've experienced it. I don't think I have been on double dates because all the ones I'm thinking of are probably from films. So I have to sort of reassess they're not my Wait, you were rem- <laughs> Wait a second. You were remembering a fictional character you were playing. 
I'm just thinking or, of like, or, I always just think when you think or of... Or films that you've watched, because yeah, they're both both disturbing, whatever you've, <laughs> whichever one it is, but I think we, we all want to know if you're now <laughs> working so hard, you're remembering characters things, you play. I always think of those things as being from films, even dating really, as being from films, yeah. but not really from my life. I don't think I've ever been on a double date in an official capacity. Really? I don't My think God. I have. I've been out with a bunch of mates and some of them were getting off with each other. <laughs> but I haven't been out on... We're covering those types of parties in another episode. Uh, no, I just, I don't feel like there's been much formality to um, my dating etiquette or culture, no. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, well, I'll be interested as a parent to see what you think of this. Now, this, every time it comes up in the media, whoever does it gets trolled to death. There'll be a man who takes his daughter out and the headline will be in the Daily Mail and David Beckham takes Harper out on a on a daddy date and, the, and the, all the reactions are the same. Typical, a man takes his little girl out and it's a, it's a special time and a date that he should just be wanting to spend time with his kid. It's not a date yet. Were uh, a mother to take her teenage daughter out for a spa date and have a day grooming and the eyelashes on and bonding, I doubt whether any criticism would flow. They're just using the word date to mark a special occasion of spending time together. Um, how should and should we be doing, making time to spend time one-on-one with our kids? How should we brand it? What's wrong with calling it a daddy date if we're going out together? 
Um, what do you think of that phrase? I think I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to turn my headphones down a sec. Kerry Godland. It just sounds weird, doesn't it? I mean, it does. It does. Daddy day. It just sounds. So like just, you know those old like um, Marilyn Monroe songs when she sings "My Heart Belongs to Daddy." You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just there's just something a bit creepy about it. We've got a really big language. Can't we find better words that slightly fit? And fit? I agree. I don't know what but, it would be, but, but date implies something. Okay. So taking away the word date, do you? Think think there is there is more of an issue when a man's oh, you know it's one-to-one special time I'm going to spend with my kid this week taking time out and then as men often we're criticized for saying that because it implies that we're not spreading general attention over the week typical man drifting in being a hero for one afternoon in the toy oh, shop and I in the see. cake shop and then and then drifting out again whereas the woman would be expected yes. to do that all the way oh, that's I the, see. the feminist take yeah of that oh I see what you say like the, the, the trophy dads or the ones that sort of yeah, the ones that carry a sort of toddler around rather sort of um, ex- like exhibitionists. Exactly. Yes, and then they don't change exactly. the and all that. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate. And if that does go on, yeah, like uh, that's not ideal. It would be preferable. Like I said, again, the arrangement, like me and my partner have always sort of shared it all. But I would probably have short truck with that. Like don't do the trophy parenting and then be shit the whole rest of the week. So, yeah. But there is, but I do hear what you're saying about the value of carving out special time and going right we're going out together and we're going to have quality time there's a difference between that and just the domestic mess of just you know cooking tea watching a film do you know what I mean it's carving it out and saying we're doing something special is is valuable isn't it for whatever reason it seems to be more problematic when a man says that than when a woman says it obviously it's that men have created that problem with their historic sexism and not looking after their families properly I get that but if I if, if if I were to say to a group in a, in a larger group I didn't know the people I've really I've had a special day we had a day just me and Minna this week really made time I know there'd be some people thinking oh fuck you you know you should be spending all you know there's nothing special about spending time with your kids you show off oh no you see, see I, mean? I think it sounds lovely I probably wouldn't judge it okay and you're talking about the kind of blokes that go I've got to babysit Tuesday and you're like you can't call it babysitting it's your kid well, that is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Great, but yeah. I have heard that. I've heard blokes do. I've got to do childcare, and I'm like, "You're their dad." What the fuck? Yeah, it left your sack. You're responsible but that's, for it. But that's what that—that's the subtext of what you're talking about, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bobby, have you got any? Have you have you got an opinion on this one? I mean, it's. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to let you off the hook too easily. I I toured a whole stand-up show which was based on me imagining what it will be like when I have kids. So I know men can do this when they're at the pre- when they're at the precipice. <laughs> you must be running what sort of dad I'm going to be. You'll already be running it in beta on your hard drive. I mean, I plan on hanging out <laughs> with my kid. I'm not going to call it a date. I feel like there is a sexual connotation to the word date. So people will use it ironically like I, uh, with family. But like, let's keep okay. date a sexual and hang out with our children <laughs> yeah. calling it parenting. I'm down you know? with that. We don't need to muddy the water. Okay, so we, before we draw the curtain on this the, this debate, and we, we have to finish it by at the point where we draw the curtain on relationships those have either of you ever been on a a what i call a final date that date where you go out you both know what's in the air and it's like a breakup at the pub date so rather than the screaming argument you dumb fuck you drive off never see each other again we've all had those breakups have anyone experienced a more civilized it's time to share how we both feel i don't feel what you should feel a breakup date i have Lots of people have. They're really something else. They're intense. They're, they're tenderness that are mixed with everything you originally liked about each other, mixed with the sense you're about to break with each other. Have you experienced this, Bobby? And if not, 
What do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely. Maybe not a date. Like, not like where we went out to formally talk and then we broke up. Usually it would be a phone call or... Uh, <laughs> Actually, most of them phone calls. I remember <laughs> I had to pretend to be really depressed. I was like, yeah, I just don't think we'd be together because I'm depressed. I was quite oh happy, so God. I didn't want to be <laughs> And then, but another, and then another serious friend broke up with me over the phone because she didn't want to see me, which again, very reasonable. And, but the best thing I've texted, texting is a great breakup. You just send the text, send. Because doing it in person, you then have to look at the person and, and you don't, if they break up with you, you don't, you don't want to leave because you still love them, but they want you to leave or they Very. then leave. I don't think, I've, I don't think I've ever been, I, same as Bobby, I've been on, I, any breakup I've been involved in has been on the phone. I don't, I can't remember being breakup. on, I can't remember being on a breakup date, particularly. Because then again, I, it would all feel really like. Uh, like you're outside yourself and you're like, this is the last time Indeed. I will ever... And I've done that oh. and it was hell. Oh, yeah, and I, I did a, a, sob, a sob in the cab, dramatic sob in the cab driveway. Oh, you know, with face pressed against window. <laughs> There's two PSs and I've done both of these PS <laughs> dates. So you already split up, and the, the dust has settled, the argument, the venom's been spat. But you go two weeks later for like a, a resolution just to check we're both cool coffee in a bar. Now I did that with one of my last relationships, not the one before that, but the one before that. And it really helped because we were at the unfriended, not talking, still seeing each other. I was like, look, this is ridiculous. Why don't we both go, sit down, have a coffee, say what we're pissed off about and, and make friends. That and it so really helped. And like a res- I call it like a resolution date. Have you ever done one, one of those, Bob? Like an aftercare. No one after I've dated them has really wanted to spend a lot of <laughs> my my personality flaws torpedo relationships <laughs> such a shame you're not single because <laughs> your dms would be crashing right now <laughs> um well there well there might be one of one of these other ps's which i i'm ashamed to say i've done as well which is you know you're broken up you're definitely not in love you definitely go your own ways but you just want to go top that shaggy up just one more time or twice i don't, I don't know what it yeah, is yeah. about shagging someone you've broken up with well i do i do know what it is there's no emotional commitment it's all the thrill of a one night stand but you know each other's bodies back to front so you know how each other tick the sex is obviously going to be great because you know each other's quirks and idiosyncrasies but it's like the excitement of wrong morally depraved one night stand sex now there, I've done that a few times. You start with a date, nice drink out, you know where it's heading. And it's it's both new and old at the same time. Intensely weird yet pleasurable. Have you done it, Kerry Godleman? I'm pretty sure I've had that in the past. I think there, were, there was a relationship where I seem to recall me and the bloke in question split up a lot and then got back together a lot and had that mm. kind of encounter that you're describing. I mean, it was all so wrong, it was right kind of vibes yeah, yeah. and then Thrilling. and then it, it turned out it was wrong <laughs> and then we, yeah, was just we wrong, should yeah. just should have stuck with wrong but there yeah. is that kind of can't let go sort of territory isn't there for a while it and, but the purer form of it is that you, you know neither of you have any intention of getting no. back together this purely is like the ships disengaging and just exchanging a few more exactly shots and, they, and they i suppose that if you both feel you can handle it you kind of just think well why not like you just said you know you you get each other and 
there's a bit of you that kind of is like, well, why aren't we together? And you sort of question why you broke up and then you remember when the next morning when you wake up yeah. and you can't stand the person. Yeah. But, um, Your breath stinks of dog shit, get out. <laughs> <laughs> they are very operatic, aren't they? Those sort of death rattle relationships that won't let go. And they can yeah. be very intoxicating. Mm. Bobby, have you I have, think uh, that you break up with them or they break up with you. It's never quite that even. I've had sex with people who've broken up with me and vice versa. One person who's leaving kind of feeling shitty, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like we've covered as every aspect of dating from the very first encounter to what I call moonwalk shagging, where you're going away from each other but going towards each other at the same time. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much to my amazing guests, Kerry Godleman and Bobby Mayer. Good luck in your relationships. Make time for each I'm other. I'm going to enjoy my date um, on Friday. Gonna... Do and and all and all the people that have listened to this, if this is just a one-off, if you've encountered this via one of our social medias, do go to wherever you get your podcasts. Hit subscribe. Why not commit to that a regular date with me? Um, thank you very much. I've been the one that looks a bit like Nick Grimshaw. Goodbye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.